you're rocking the, the jet green right now. Adam Sandler. Right. Number one, you were rich, Eisen. The second will be, I see Brad Hirschberg <laughs> being your father. Dennis Miller. The autumn wind is caused by global warming. <laughs> Uh, a legend in the booth, Jim Brockmire. I do love watching Tebow play. I mm-hmm. gotta say, he just he combines all the fiery leadership of Ray Lewis with the uh, with the throwing ability of Ray Lewis. <laughs> and uh... I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. It's another edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast, everybody. We already had some fun this week. The very funny Sklar brothers, the twins, Randy and Jason Sklar, came on earlier this week to promote their own podcast uh, that I was on. And um, they came on ours to complete the home and home. They've also got to show the United States of America on the History Channel, which you'd always check out. Uh, they came on. Had a lot of fun. Now we're time for a lot of fun, uh, even more so with uh, the master impressionist of the Sunday morning show on Fox, the man of a thousand voices, most of them sports voices, the um, man who nails John Madden and Charles Barkley, Frank Caliendo, coming on, and uh, Chris Law, Chris Brockman. I'm going to lose control of the conversation. He's, <laughs> he's one of those comics that just is has got a, um, a stream of consciousness. He'll just, blow He'll just He go. will start and yeah, go. yeah. And I will try at times to have conversation with him, and I guarantee you it's just going to – it won't be as good as just me letting him go. No, because he but, has conversations with himself yes, in, with in all the different voices. So, like, he'll go from Madden to Pacino to Barkley. Robin and, Williams. And Robin Williams is, like, moderating the whole thing. That's it's, right. With, it's special. It yeah, is. it's amazing. So, so we, had a, we had a good idea, an idea for a prank for you mm-hmm. uh, that I wanted to pull off pretty hard. It was an April Fool's joke. Right. And uh, we were going to have we were gonna have him – uh, be in studio, but be not in the stage with you, be in a different room, and uh, tell you that John Madden was calling in to the podcast, and he was our guest. Right. And, you know, we were going to have it go for about two and a half, three minutes, and then just tell you that it got disconnected. We lost the line. We lost John Madden. Um, and then we were going to do it again, but with Charles Barkley, and have him be on camera in the other room doing both. We couldn't get it synced up, but uh, you came up when I told you this the other day. Yes, you came up with the next best plan, and the next best plan is to try and do that with Mariucci, Just Steve Mariucci, <laughs> <laughs> because he he he's no he's tight with Madden. They're on the commissioner's safety panel together. Yeah, that's right. They're, um, they're on that. They've thing. known each other for years, obviously, with Madden being the the grand poobah of the uh, East Bay for football coaches, and Mariucci being on the family tree of the. Uh, the San Francisco side of the bay for that family tree of coaches. They've known each other for years, and they have an annual charity event uh, that raises money uh, in Northern California in, the, in Pleasanton, which is a town that, that uh, Madden literally owns, by the way. Really? Yes, owns the town of Pleasanton. If you walk into a, a hotel or a store in the town of Pleasanton and you ask who owns this store in terms of the landlord, I, I bet you 80% of the time it's John Madden. Wow. <laughs> he owns the town. He could be the Mr. Potter of, of Pleasanton, California. <laughs> and right around there um, is, uh, you know who lives there? Uh, Woodson. Rod Woodson lives in that area, too. Ah. So uh, they have an annual bocce ball tournament. Now, obviously, Mariucci's the one who's introducing the bocce ball, not John Madden. Yeah. But they just had this. They just had this nice. tournament. So I, you know, we... we 
we hashed it out as you were in Vegas this week, Law, leaving me and Brockman to handle this ourselves as you were partying, whatever you know, <laughs> whatever you were doing. Uh, when when do we call Mariucci and get him right. on the hook for this thing? Okay. And the we, were, is, we were going to fire up his home cam. I was nervous that asking him like, "Hey, Madden's coming on the podcast." That there was a small possibility that Madden would be standing right next to him. Oh, because they were together all weekend. Yeah, right. Right. So I decided. Uh, what did you suggest, Brockman? Day before. Day, yeah. A day yeah, before yeah, day text. Of just text. Day be like, before text. Hey. Day before text. Hey. Can you come on tomorrow? Or with gonna, Madden. Yeah. Madden's on the podcast. Would you do it? Sent him the uh, sent him the text. Three minutes later, in lock in. He even suggested, "Do we fire up Mooch? Right. Cam? Do we fire up Mooch Cam? I can go downstairs, and turn it on. Mm. We're like, eh. as it turns out, as it things got closer, he's like, "Do we really have to turn on the camera?" Right. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of saved us. Good enough. So we just did right. it on the phone. Right. Just did it on the phone. And so, uh, good times. Good times are about to ensue. It's a tease. So we're going to do that with him. Okay. We're going to do that with him. We're going to suggest it, and then uh, we have our our contest. Winner. Our contest. Winner. Yeah, Chris Barba is. Uh, That's just what this show needs, Rich. Another Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Barba is going to come on at the Step in Rich's Shoes promotion, subscriber-based promotion. We asked you to um, uh, lend us your, I guess, Rolodex. Yes. And then the person to get the most new subscribers to our podcast. Want a chance to appear on the podcast? We'll put you on the podcast. We'll put you on TV, and I'll sign my forty-yard dash shoes, my Under Armour kicks that I ran a blazing six point oh three seconds in. Blazing. Um, and um, now that would hand it to you, and and we'd go on our merry way. And Chris Barba got I th- think in the hundreds. Yeah, you got a got a bunch of people to sign up, which uh, we always appreciate. It's we always good. appreciate. Yeah. So he's coming on too, and 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 you got to love it, Chris Brock, when he's international. It's paying so it off, Rich. He's coming on. You, yeah. you, you mock, but it, it's... Uh, I don't mock. Turns out he's the... <laughs> I respect. Uh, our guy, Alex, that helps out sometimes. Alex Ali, the great um, Alex Ali. Turns out he got a perfect candidate. This guy wants to be, you know, a, a sports journalist. Yeah, he wants to do this. He does. So he gets good. So, well, should be good. Um, so let's get right to it, starting with the always hilarious <laughs> Frank Kelly and Very pleased. Ah, is oh, that boy. a problem? Yeah, that's a problem. Okay. <laughs> Pleased to have on the Rich Eisen podcast, Frank Caliendo here uh, on the show. Good to see you, Frank. Good. Got caught up in some wires. Good to see you. Yeah, it's good yeah, to be here. Yeah, here in the home of the National Football League down the street from where you normally are on Fox yeah, uh, every Sunday. That. Yeah. And I pulled into the, the parking lot and it said NFL talent only. And? And I drove did you away. Par- did you park? Turned away. I was scared. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I'm looking at it like, uh, I could fake it a little bit. <laughs> when I, did you, so you don't park in Bradshaw's spot? Or? I do. That's part of the problem. <laughs> what are you doing there? Come on, Frank. You know my jalapa goes there. <laughs> Whose car is that? Look like a, with the rocking chair on the top. That's mine. I got that idea from Grandmama. That's what her name with the cement pond. Do you do you have a Howie Long? Does, is there a Howie Long? Uh, he, see, he seems. Uh, the... <laughs> that's him watching. That's him watching a cartoon. <sighs> what going on here? It's kind of like uh, mm. it's kind of like Clint Eastwood on Andro. 
I, yeah. to, I can't say steroids. No, you could. Oh, say, can can you say that? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Perfor- no. Performance enhancing. Performance enhancing drugs. Yeah, yes. right. Uh, he just, yeah, because he seems to be, how he seems to be above uh, you imitation. You know what? That's his right? role. That's his role. His role is to be that guy on the show where right. the camera goes in slowly mm-hmm. and he looks intelligent with the glasses on. Right. Uh, that's his thing. He's actually, I mean, he's done some funny things with me and said some funny, he's willing to be part of the jokes. He is? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, because he, he seems to play that yeah, he's... I think he's, he's just not been glad okay with it for, yeah. for all this time that I wasn't Kimmel. I think that's <laughs> really what it is. Because Kimmel was always about, and people forget that Jimmy Kimmel's the guy who uh, started the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, now that you see Jimmy Kimmel with a talk show and all that kind of stuff, you don't think this guy was the man show, maybe a little bit, but he had a, you know, the two minute, three minute segment on Fox before that on the pregame show where he was making picks. It was Jimmy's picks. And he was, he was doing stuff that we could never do after the Janet Jackson uh, thing. Right. So since, so then we, we had to get a lot. Um, she ruined it for a lot of people. Uh, Janet, you know? I mean, yeah, but I'll bring you know. it back. <laughs> Madonna. That's the new Madonna. Did you hear that the other day, Madonna? She, and of all places, uh, the Middle East. Right. She rocked it in the Middle East. Why wouldn't she? Why wouldn't she? That's do a that? Dr. Phil. What were you thinking? <laughs> she doesn't have to. And then Lady Gaga got a concussion. Did she really? Yeah. That I didn't know. No. I'm, did maybe, she go maybe, back? Maybe. Did she go back in the game, or did she have to sit out for? Did <laughs> well, she there's have a to lawsuit. Sit out? There's there's a lawsuit with her. Right. And can, can I do that? Can I make that joke <laughs> here? I'm worried about what jokes it, I can make Frank, here. This Frank, is this is it. Go. It's freeform. Yeah. Whatever. Right, whatever. I'm, whatever leaps to mind. All right. Okay. You just know, make it sure. I, I didn't want a, like a FedEx from uh, Commissioner Goodell over <laughs> you, here. You might. Hey. You might get that. When I met when I met the commissioner, this was years ago at the Super Bowl. That was a pretty cool moment. Because uh, what was he I, like? What was that about? It you? was. I, I walked up to him. I said what I say to uh, the same thing I say to a lot of people. I, I'm sorry for everything I've ever done. <laughs> and uh, he said, "No, you had a good thing going." Uh, so he was. He was cool. He about probably. It. Lo- he probably loves watching. Yeah, I think. I mean, when I, Jay Glazer told me that he's got some friends at the office and stuff like that. And then when he, you know, why did I did Jay this year? And uh, yeah, they, give me a good Jay Glazer because you're not going to believe how great this is. I, 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 without me, there's nobody else on the earth who could understand what's going on in the NFL. I mean, Adam Schefter's okay. fine. Schefter's fine, but he's trying to be me. Everybody's trying to be me. Nobody, look at it. Is there anybody else who could do this? Come on. What's going on here? You're not going to believe this. Terrell Owens not going to play this year. Probably not going to play. Really? Yeah, not going to. All right, I'm going to go golf. <laughs> who wants to fight? I'm in MMA. I who teach wants MMA. To fight? That's I do a good MMA. One. I do. I do. I'm in all the MMA fights. Me and Kurt Menefee. Uh He's a water boy. <laughs> God, I love being me. It's tough being this great. That's an outstanding glazer. Yeah, he's fun. I mean, he's fun. He's a great character. Then you mm-hmm. know. Have you ever tried Berman? You ever done Chris? Yeah, Berman? and you okay. know, I was with uh, I was I was with Robert Flores. He was doing a thing for the uh, Houston. Uh, uh, I'm having trouble with words today. That always happens. Uh, <laughs> the uh, an alumni association meeting right. and uh, Robert right. Flores in Houston and Robert Flores was doing it. He was yeah. we were kind of doing dueling uh, 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 Bermans a little bit together. And hey. his was yeah his he had that. Hey, hey, this yeah. is going to be a great football Sunday. Jaws. That's all I could ever say <laughs> is throw it to Jaws. Jaws isn't on the show anymore. So now I have to change. This is good. That's Berman going a little bit crazy. This is going to be a great football Sunday. Jaws. He's not here anymore. What? The Berman, you, you, if I may, if I may give you no, something absolutely. to use for Berman. I mean, I've done a, enough shows with him and, uh, where? The, the, what? Yeah. No. Uh, here's here's a good one. At the end of every Berman imitation, we'll be back. <laughs> That's the way he throws to the break. <laughs> it's a breathe out. We'll be back. <laughs> you got it. It is a breathe out. It yes. is a breathe out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
We'll be back. Uh, you, I, 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 lo- I, I, ha- I give that. I, I give that to you. We're gonna be back defending the caveman. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's got. He's like a giant cat. <laughs> 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 Gosh. An institution, though, nonetheless. Oh yeah, I mean, I was, I, I've always liked the, the. See, people get it wrong. They think that when I'm making fun of these people, right. That I don't like them. I, I, you know, there are some things that you might not like about some people, mm-hmm. but for me, for the most part, I find something that I like about the guys that I'm doing impressions. It's of. the greatest form of flattery. That's what I try to push on people. <laughs> it doesn't work, though. No, does it? People, no. sports why guys do people are like being imitated? Well, part but, of it is, you know, when you have the athletes or former athletes, yeah. they're used to being put on pedestals their entire life. Lives, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys work very hard and I'm not uh, criticizing them for what they do, but you get put on a pedestal and you are from ba- basically high school on. Right. You're a superhero wherever you go. People want autographs. Normally, people aren't ripping you to shreds or right. trying to make fun of you. I mean, same thing with with like John Madden. I mean, I finally met Madden at the Super Bowl in right. uh, in Dallas a couple years ago. Uh, it was at, yeah, it was in Dallas. It was at the Four Seasons. It's not important. He had never uh, you had never met him all the years I'd never that he met was him, on and Fox. And I'd only heard that he didn't like me. And uh, so, I, like I said, it was at the Four Seasons. It's not important the story. I just want you to know where I stay. Nice. And, uh, oh, it's a very nice place. Important. It's important. Uh, nice. And. Um, He's standing in the lobby, and I'm moving toward him. I'm walking toward him because I want to meet him, but I'm like, this is going to be awkward. What do I do here? But it's almost like we're two magnets of the same polarity, right? I'm, I'm north. He's north. And we're not – it's not going to happen. He doesn't see me, but he's going – you know? Right. Uh, I was a little letterman. So he's moving away. Uh, what if Warren Sapp just jumps out of nowhere and I, you just been punked. By the way, uh, he can jump out of nowhere here at when, any when point in time. When I was on the time. NFL Network last time, it was just shut down. Um, so Madden standing there. I finally, Jimmy Johnson, football coach, not the race car driver, standing next to him. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Jimmy, can you believe I'm this close to John Madden? He's like, what? Yeah, but Madden taps Madden on the shoulder. Madden turns like, what is it, Jimmy? Oh. And the look on his face was like when Shaggy and Scooby see the bad guy <laughs> pop out of the barrel. Like, 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 hey, Scoob, like, let's get out of here. Run and roll. <laughs> so I look at him and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not that tall. I'm five, six, five, seven, something yeah. like that. Robin Williams height. And uh, maybe Billy Crystal. Uh, just throwing him in. Um, Please. So uh, just trying. Whoa. I'm four foot three. <laughs> so he's, uh, I, he's, he's here. I look at him. And I, you know, I started like that. I go up and I, I do that. I am so sorry for everything I've ever done. He says, you know, I never said I hated you. Hate didn't come out of my mouth. <laughs> it just came to his mind. It did come to his mind. You know, um, right. so I said, I didn't know what to do at that point. And, and I said, listen, a lot of people don't laugh sometimes. I'm kind of used to it. And you could see him go, oh, that's self-deprecating, whatever self-deprecating means. <laughs> that's where I get in trouble with those kind of comments. Yeah. But he was very, he was nice about it. He's trying to be cordial. And then uh, his the, there's two kids standing next to him. He's talking to the kids for a while. So my guess is. Probably his grandkids. Gotta, gotta be, right? right? Yeah. Has to be. Right. So I take that chance. Uh, take a little uh, Indiana Jones, Last Crusade, <laughs> leap of faith, right? <laughs> so, uh only the penitent man will pass. Uh, so <laughs> I, uh, I, I start doing it. Hey, I have a guy who talks like your grandpa over here. If you don't finish your dinner, boom, <laughs> you don't get dessert. Longest three seconds of my life because uh, the kids aren't laughing. They, like, look at each other, <sighs> look away, look at Madden, look at each other, and then crack up. Oh, and it's like a light what a relief. bulb. What a oh, relief. Light bulb goes on over Madden's head like, I get it now. <laughs> 
this guy make small children laugh. He's a saint, kind of like Drew Brees, who's only second to Brett Favre, who I almost forgot about because Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's another. I mean, I love when I meet these guys because yeah. I was doing a. Maybe you were even there. I don't know. It was an NBC thing in Tahoe. Uh, lots it's of golf broadcasters. Yeah, sure. yeah it's, all the, the, it's the annual uh, celebrity golf tournament. Huge names. With tons of football guys there because yeah. it's the last time they sort of get a chance to do that before training camp. Yes, and, all and that. awesome. Just right. for a guy like me who feels very lucky to be doing what I'm doing to have the chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I know. I know. Where's my camera? Right Where here. It is. Right there. There, that, The little one. Thanks, Rich. You've you got a giant two shot, and then you got a giant, a giant nice camera. Yeah. And for me, yes. it's something we found at Best Buy on the way in. All right, so, but it's, it packs a wallop, though. Yeah, it really yeah. does. That camera packs a wallop. It does. Jeez, what am I doing? Archie Bunker? What is it? Nineteen seventy three. Nice, not my George. That was another yeah. question I want to ask. That's you my too. other thing. Is, how do you make sure you don't date yourself with you your have, imitations? You, do you know what I mean? Ones. Like, you do the old if ones you do too. Howard Cosell now, kids will probably look at you like, "Who is that guy?" Yeah, I mean, people, kids don't know who Johnny Carson is. I wanted to come up. That and is go, nuts, though. Right? I was going to do. That's I told Carson Daly I want to do Johnny Carson Daly. He's like, kids don't know who Johnny Carson is. Yeah, I go, no. kids don't know who Carson Daly. No. They Could you do don't. Johnny Carson? This next, this next group is ABC. They're like a young Dolbev Duvall. I don't know. <laughs> I never really did a lot of the – I mean, I would work some of the movie guys in. Yeah. They're always funny, the the Caddyshacks. And just a line from that to do a Ted Knight, the uh, – right. those things. Um, I mean, I still do the Madden. I don't do it as much anymore. Right. Um, but people want to see it. So I'm doing the Madden. Oh, but what I, do, what I do is I, I used to explain the jokes as John Madden. So mm-hmm. now I, I narrate them as Morgan Freeman. <clears throat> You know, How does that go? And that's when the audience realized that Frank Caliendo had finally gone nuts. <laughs> These three friends were on their way to the Super Bowl. That's where they found happiness. <laughs> Nothing is better than Morgan Freeman saying, happiness. Happiness. Use your Visa card. You know, the thing that I love about Morgan Freeman, people, you're, well, how, how old are you? You're 17. <laughs> you're very you're very good for 17. <laughs> I am 38 the, now. 38. 38. Okay, I'm 40. I'm 42, turning 43. The Electric Company. Do you know Morgan Freeman oh, yeah, was yeah. on the Electric oh, Company yes. back in the day? Listen, I mean, Sonny, we're going to learn about the letter A. <laughs> Come on, Sonny. That he was on a children's show. Now sing the school a- song. <laughs> well, that, that was a uh, lean on me, right? Yeah, he- now sing the school song. Be <laughs> in the bathroom smoking crack. <laughs> that was definitely not the Electric Company. Oh, no. That was definitely- <laughs> hey, you guys. That's not Sloth from the Goonies saying that, Sonny. So Mixing got, lean on me with electric company. Right? Come yeah, on. That's, lean that's, on me. <laughs> spell it now. The uh, So Madden, you were cool with Madden. Madden, Madden I think, likes Madden me now because he was under, we were underneath that's the great. Super Bowl in the bowels of uh, the new Texas stadium. And uh, this um, g- golf cart comes past me. Mm-hmm. And I hear, hey, Frank. <laughs> Madden on the no. golf cart. Hey, Frank good. sounds a lot like meep, meep. Right? <laughs> so I'm looking for the Ace Hardware Anvil to pop Let's down. <laughs> Now, th- that Tahoe Tough thing. acting to acting. Boom. Hey, this gets rid of it. Hey, you're kind of like a fungus, Frank. Boom. This will get rid of you. The, uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. You're in so Tahoe. Tahoe. Yeah, right. we're in Tahoe. Bring uh-huh. it back. Focus. Um, so we're uh, – I, 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 I'm going up and say – I go to see Joe Buck because I see him in the crowd. I'm just trying to kind of be cool enough to talk to some of the people there. Right. Meanwhile, Barkley's out in the – he's singing karaoke. I, I was going to go there next. Right. Well, well, don't. That, don't you want me? Uh, I once well, I once saw him sing this at a at a Jimmy V charity golf tournament on one knee. Jordan <laughs> sitting on a chair. He is on one knee, 
singing in karaoke, I Believe I Can Fly. To date, still the clubhouse leader of the funniest thing I've ever seen. I believe I can fly. (laughs) To Jordan. I believe I could touch the sky. (laughs) I mean, he was absolutely, Jordan was, couldn't have been more uncomfortable on the spot. Instantly, as soon as Jordan got down on one knee. I mean, as soon as Barkley got down on one knee. See, I'm just visualizing him him and his hands. That's really a bad situation right there. Is that we're all over the map, which I love. Uh, is that is that the one that you get asked to do the most? Barkley, Barkley now, Barkley now, yeah, probably because it's so current. I mean, uh, and he's on, he's in so many commercials, he's hosted Saturday Night Live. Sure. You start right. seeing people doing different things. That's when they they go across the line. Let me finish that. I got to finish the Tahoe. Finish thing. the Tahoe figure. So uh, I believe I can fly. Um, See, he's doing karaoke. <laughs> yeah, he's doing so. I see, uh, so I'm walking down the aisle, and mm-hmm. there this guy goes, hey, Frank, how are you? Uh, nice to meet you. Ben Roethlisberger? I'm like, I know who you are. Gee, and, but that was the coolest thing in the world to yeah. me. Like, he was like, hey, Frank, how are you? I'm right. little Ben Roethlisberger. Right. That wasn't the the Tahoe tournament for Ben. Uh, I didn't Could tell you what been? I said. I mean, did you, did you push him uh, over the edge? Yeah. <laughs> Just by seeing you pushed. Yeah. What's going on there? Uh <laughs> I'm not going to drink out of that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the so, uh, so that was that. Aaron Rodgers were there. That was cool. I he think. must have loved. Yeah, because the first thing Aaron Rodgers says to me is, Frank, the kitty table? I was like, what are you talking about? It's like, and this is before Favre had left the final or middle, middle one of the times. Right. But this is before. <laughs> and uh, oh, I'm so sad. I believe he could fly. <laughs> So he uh, now I'm getting mixed up, and that's where you realize that Frank had no idea what was going on. <laughs> it's the Robin Williams theory: you don't always need a joke; it just change voices and then get somber. Oh, my camera! Um, so he he says kitty table. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Well, one of the first years I was on Fox, we did I did Al Michaels and John Madden Thanksgiving. And Favre was at the big table, and Aaron Rodgers was at the kitty table. Oh, and he remember, and he wasn't mean about they it. Don't forget, uh, but it was like, wow, forget. that was that was pretty cool. Uh, just to know. Forget. So you but, do it, you do an Al Michaels. Uh, unbelievable! Do you believe in miracles? Yes. <laughs> uh, that yeah, they, they, that's that's really all I can say is do. Because <laughs> it started as summer all in Madden to the twenty to the twenty five. There's a flag on the play. Hey, if the referee, if he throws a flag and he didn't make a mistake, then there's probably going to be a penalty. Thanks, John. <laughs> that, that was the. Can I tell you my favorite summer all story? <clears throat> now that we're on the summer, because I love Pat yeah. Summerall. All right, the the two things I loved about Summerall on the air towards the end of his career when he had to read the Sunday Night Fox lineup. <laughs> An all new house of buggin'. <laughs> An all new house of buggin'. Right. 21 Jump Street, right? <laughs> he had to read the Fox lineup right? uh, in living color. And then when he did the CBS lineup, he always pronounced the comma in Murder She Wrote. You always know that? Yes. Coming up on an all new Murder she wrote like he pronounced the comma he would pause and you know mad would want to go i think that's a comma not an ellipsis <laughs> so i did uh before i took this job at nfl network in between espn and nfl network there was a summer so i i did the u.s open on cbs and summerall had done the tennis for years now enberg was doing it and the people were telling me who were the producers giving me uh pointers and tips about how to do on-air tennis and et cetera, et cetera. They said, please, when you are doing what's called the blimp shot, the Goodyear blimp, 
You have to read the information on the card because they pay for you to read the information. Hey, the Goodyear blimp is flying over New York City and it's right. been there since 1928 and go get your Goodyear tires. And I'm like, well, of course I'll do that. They're like, no, not everybody's done that. I'm like, who who didn't do that? And they said, Pat Summerall. Really? And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, what do you mean? They said Summerall would just, <laughs> the blimp shot would be of New York City. That's the shot. Okay. And they'd have all this information to read. And all that Summerall would say was, Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and that's it. Manhattan. And I read the card. And he would just on, on like, it's the fourth set here. And I'm off and running. Really? Yeah. That's my favorite Summerall story. That's funny. There's a Manhattan. I, I, you know, I, 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 see, I do the jokes and sometimes the jokes are mean about people. I don't do it to be mean. I just, I, no, these are real life stories. I do it so to I'm make money. Uh, you know, <laughs> the, uh, but it's so weird, uh, you know, cause sometimes you'll meet people like I did with Madden and stuff like that with Summerall. Yeah. And, uh, I, I Summerall brought me up on stage last year and I think he started realizing who I was. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> yeah, I've done some of these jokes and, you know, and I just wanted to go tell him Pat Summerall sent you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i don't know yeah I, I i did a skip carry impersonation on sports oh, i remember Center that yeah, years yeah, yeah. and years and years ago yeah. now it sounds like dudley do right i can't even even attempt oh, it really <clears throat> but i met him and he did not like it at all i was told specifically beforehand by his producers if you run into skip don't worry uh he's just gonna he's not he's not happy I'm like, but I gave the line, but it's the greatest form of flattery. In the right. So I, I, here's, here's what happened. I saw him. It was the World Series, the 99 World Series, Yankees Braves. I'm covering it for ESPN. <clears throat> he, I walk up to him. It was the same thing that you talked about with Madden. It was just me and him in a hallway. And I just said, hey, uh, Skip, I just want to come up and, and, and meet you. Because I'm, you know, I'm not going to avoid the contact, right. right? We're walking down the hallway. At which point. Um, I say I'm I'm Rich Eisen from from Sports Center from ESPN. At which point he then grabs the um, uh, the press pass around my neck and just kicks it in a closer look just to see because he didn't he can't put the face to the name right, right? he put it's just an old school trick like and you are okay oh all right yeah now I know who you are like he totally went in that route on me like totally <laughs> totally went to belittle me on mm-hmm. that. Sp- and that's so I, I just the next night just really just really put the pedal to the metal. <laughs> that's why I wear their name tag. That's that's funny. So I had this had, have you, you are, met I'm you. <laughs> Your worst nightmare. Did you meet have you met Barkley? Have you met him? Yeah, I did okay. that with him he must uh, love on that. TNT. He must love yeah. your, uh, I think it's again that's the imitation. sports guys. They you know, he's like, I don't sound like that, do I, Kenny? <laughs> You do. Oh, man. See, that's what I don't understand. He's given me the greatest present in the world, the Weight Watchers commercials. I mean, that's there's no better gift than I can eat anything I want. Meatballs, pizza, meatballs, cake, meatballs. You sure love meatballs. What else do you like? Balls of meat. Spherical protein. It's all very, very good. Some of those commercials, I don't know if it was during uh, the – the NCAA tournament or what, mm-hmm. but he had no voice left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious to watch him going, who would eat out for that wall? Raw, good. Not only do you lose weight on Weight Watchers, you right. also lose your voice. <laughs> I was going, but, uh, they probably couldn't even hear him. Uh, right. You know, they're like, uh, we're going to put you in a dress on the next one. No, don't do that. You're fine with it? Okay, let's go. Well, here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to get Mariucci on the phone right I'd now. To do He's that. tight with uh, Madden. 
Yeah, good uh, friends. They've done ver- a lot of things together. In fact, they just did their annual charity bocce ball tournament. I mean, and if there, uh, I mean, if there's a thing that you wish could be uh, biannual, is that biannual <laughs> or semi-annual? <laughs> it's flat out once a year. Annual. That's right. And so they just did it. And uh, Mooch loves Madden. Loves him. He's known him for years. They're so tight. Um, they're texting buddies. Madden will text him every now and then. And I, I was stunned that Madden knew how to text. Yeah. You know, and, and how, it, you know how I learned that? <laughs> Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman. <laughs> I bet he this did. This is true. This is true. Troy Aikman taught me how to text. And, uh, I mean, that, it's a, it's a, it, 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 there you go. So I've, I, when I knew you were coming on, I texted Mooch yesterday, by the way, he did not know six years ago. Mooch did not know how to text. When we first came out, Dion taught him that the little closed yellow envelope on the top of his phone means he has a text. I swear to you, that actually <laughs> happened. So now, now he's a texting fiend. He's even on Twitter. It's he's just come a long way, Mooch. But anyway, uh, in a lot of ways, he has in a lot of ways. So I told Mariucci, I'm like, listen, I've got John Madden as my guest on the podcast this week. He thinks John Madden is on the podcast. Can we call him up and have you? essentially punk him Can yeah we we'll see how long this lasts i okay. mean with a guy who i just saw a couple days ago <laughs> i mean you know just... here we go you ready yeah, I'm ready. okay here we go uh do we have mooch on the phone chris problem we have him <clears throat> let's see have we dialed him up let's patch him in all right because he's about to be patched in <clears throat> i'll play this up too this will be good here we go well, this is going to be a great podcast moment um, in studio, uh, the great legendary John Madden. And then on the phone, fresh off of your bocce ball tournament together, coach, is uh, somebody you know very well, Steve Mariucci. Say say, uh, say hi there, Mooch. You know, John is down in Los Angeles. He took his bus all the way down there, and I didn't catch a ride with him. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just have to, you know, do the things that you do. I mean, you know, if you... You know, you, you don't you go out of your way and you, you ask somebody and you think, hey, I don't think they would want to go. And you don't want to make them feel like they might go or if they have to go. And so, I mean, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is that John? Yeah. Hey, John. Oh, it is, is it? Is it? Okay. So how'd you do in the bocce tournament, John? It didn't, didn't win against you. I'll tell you that much. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's the thing. You watch a guy, like, I mean, you watch uh, him play, and you think, <laughs> Mooch, how did you sniff that out so quickly? I sniffed that out. I sniffed that out. They told you, me you would you be way me? too dumb to get this. You, you thought, you thought just because I'm a youper that I would figure out. John Madden, who I know way too well, and now that guy's pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. But when you know somebody, you just gotta, you know, because I know he would have been ragging on me about something else, you know. And uh, the topic was off kilter a little bit. Yeah, I was trying to play nice there. I mean, I wanted to go after you. I mean, I've seen the way you play, and you know. <laughs> Okay. I mean, you that should see better. him sleep. You yeah. should see him sleep. I mean, you think you think the way he talks is funny. I mean, I've seen this guy. I mean, I mean he just falls asleep on your couch. Oh, oh okay. You, you got the laugh down. That's for sure. I mean, but I mean I've been working on it forever. John wasn't laughing much at the bocce tournament because he was awful. <laughs> Amy Trask's team from the Raiders beat him. See, that's the thing, though, is I like to make other people feel good about themselves. If you know one thing about John Madden, is I'm a giver. And that, I mean, that was given. I mean, that was given. Right Mooch, how'd you sniff that out, man? I thought yeah, well, I could at least get you for a solid I 60 just, seconds. I noticed it's just not, 
exactly the same. It's good. It's good. Believe me, it's good. But, you know, it's like a... If you would have been impersonating an Izzo, I would have catch it right away. Or impersonating. Well, yeah, it's, I, I don't I'd know what he calls right you. Away, you. It know? would be one of those but, things uh, where I don't know what he calls you or something like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, does he call you Mooch? What does he, he calls do? Calls me Mooch. Yeah. If I if I yeah, if I'd have been more yeah, into yeah, yeah, that, yeah, Mooch. Uh, you know, you, you you cheated again. You know, or something. Yeah. I mean, but, you thought you looked like you had it, and then you weren't going to have it, and then somehow, <laughs> I mean, it came through. I didn't think. I mean, of all the things that that Steve Mariucci is known for, and there's a lot of things, and some of them are good and some of them aren't so good. But in the middle, there's bocce ball. And I mean, I, you know, it's just one thing I like to say is bocce. I mean, if you think, I mean, I even like to say Bruce bocce just because of bocce ball. I mean, I mean, I mean uh, that's the kind of stuff that makes you feel good about yourself. Okay. You're getting better. That's, that's really good. <laughs> it's only taken me 30 years to do this. I think you're getting warm up. Frank, you need to come up to the bocce event sometime. You, maybe you can do the auction. Maybe I, you can play. I, I don't know. We, what can you do? I'm Italian, so there's, <laughs> there's potential. And he's now tight with uh, Madden. After you know, the, we, I wouldn't say tight. Well, I mean, you, you best friends. He says hello to you. Because I know, I know he doesn't like to, ma- to be made fun of. I know that. So what what came of it? Well, I met him at the I met him at the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Listen to the podcast uh, later, and you'll hear uh, the story. <laughs> okay. I told you I could promo your own podcast yeah, on your podcast. You very well, very well uh, done. By the way. So uh, yeah, I, I think I think he came around a little bit. I mean, it's one of those things really? when you meet somebody that it changes everything. I, I sure. for me, it was when I met Tom Green. I, I'd watch Tom Green on. Yeah. On uh, MTV when he had his show and stuff like that, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get. It. I just don't. I don't agree. I don't understand what's going on here. Why do people think this is funny? Then I met him and I go, Oh, it's an act. Now uh, I get it. He's doing this on purpose. Right. I get uh, it. And that whole conversation we, we just had about Tom Green Mooch was completely left out. You have no idea who Tom Green is, do you, Steve? Um, he's a big texter. <laughs> is he from six years ago? <laughs> I told him about how Dion taught you how to text, Steve. Yeah, I was wondering what that envelope on the phone meant for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> that will without Troy Aikman, I don't know how to text either. I mean, that's the truth right there. That, that's... Well, you're right. There you go. Because he said that uh, at the Hall of Fame, Rich, were you there? Or was that the year you took off? No, that um, was not the <laughs> John Madden said that Troy told him how to text, taught him how to text, and it was like, you're not, you're not kidding. He, he's texting. I can't believe it. <laughs> Is he texting you right now? Oh, he, he texts you like every two minutes. Air? He will text me. I'm sure he will. Yeah, it'll yeah, air. It'll air. He watches NFL Network religiously. <laughs> yeah, he'll be. And de- he's going to see this, and he's going to say, uh, uh, I, "I can't believe you were talking to Kelly." <laughs> hey, hey, sorry, get rid of Mooch. <laughs> yeah, just to annihilate him. <laughs> <laughs> hey Steve, while I have you on the phone, your name came up on this podcast a couple weeks ago with Billy Bob Thornton. It he, did. he thinks I saw that Rich. He thinks you should. He thinks you're. You could be an actor. He wants to put you in movies and television. Well, if I can put up with all you guys on a on a week weekly basis, I can act, huh? And so I saw that. That was that was pretty funny. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, he thinks I should give him a call. The you Sopranos sh- are back with James Gandolfini and Steve Mariucci. <laughs> this is ridiculous. What's going on here? I don't understand. I'm going to take care of you. You're going to be gone. I'm going to be done with you. I don't know. I play a part more like uh, the Godfather. Do you do the Godfather, Frank? I guess I could do a little. Uh, that's, all I, <laughs> that's, that's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I got for you. Talk about, we're getting older. We're getting. But give me an orange rind. <laughs> yeah, you got to put something in your mouth to do that. Yeah. You got to do yeah. that. All right, Mooch. All right, I can't believe we got you. Boy, you smithed that out. With it's good. It's good. good. But I knew. I see. When we were in the hall, yeah. I told you it's going to be tough with somebody that's that good of friends with somebody. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm with him 
way too much, and, yeah. I, and I, I love him to death. And, and if then, I could, uh, if I could hear those guys having a conversation, you were really good. You're you really good got, too. You would have fooled a lesser man. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Moochie. Good, All right, thanks, hey, bud. Thanks for having me. Good job, guys. No, right, boy, that's Steve Mariucci. But he. See, that's the tough thing when you when you are with somebody who's with that yeah. person all the time, especially because they had something together. So I'm not saying that even because of that, I would have gotten him. Mm-hmm. Some people, uh, I think if there's one thing he's got going for him, it's his knowledge of John Madden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a lot he's of trouble. I'm in way more trouble than I even I planned on. I mean, Madden's, uh, you heard him. Madden's going to, I don't know if Madden's going to download the full audio version of the podcast. He might not even know I mean, the I podcast do. I'm going to do it, play it in reverse. And, oh, it's the devil talking. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What's your best imitation? What's the one you think you do the best? The best. Um, probably, I would say Pacino, maybe. It's always been one of those good ones. <laughs> Where you talk for real. You talk, you're the actual person. Not trying to be the character. Robin Williams, the serious one. That's good. That's good. It's the one where you try and grow a beard and win an Academy Award. It's just fun. You know, those are those that's the serious Robin Williams, right? Right. right. And there's there there's the, the crazy. Oh my goodness! Who knew? <laughs> We're dancing. We're back. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, there's different ones. Different people hear different things that they like uh, more. I mean, I don't know. I think there's there's probably a group. I mean, that's the one thing I always tell people. There's what you think people sound like and what people actually sound like. And sometimes, especially if I listen to John Madden right at the time, I can sound even more like him because it'll just start. It'll, it'll, you know, I can just grab onto what I need to grab onto, you know. There's the, but I love, there's the serious Madden, you know, where he's yeah. just being, he's, he's waxing it's rhapsodic the, and maybe a little nostalgic. Talking Madden. a little bit behind, got the flannel shirt and the khakis on. Right. But then there's the full suit Sunday night, Monday night football, John Madden. I'm like, take a look right there. I mean, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, that's the on camera match. Different different levels. Yeah, that was so cool at the Super Bowl too in Dallas when I saw. Man was just holding court. People were just sitting around him. He's telling stories, hanging back in a a recliner. He is. He's the best. I mean, and I think Aikman is just is is the next version. Of, of him, he so? sa- I th- Aikman sounds just like Madden. In my mind. I mean, he's got <laughs> maybe a similar, I can update the impression. He's with got him. a similar Aikman's got a similar style. Yeah, yeah, he's got something to Madden, you know. And Gruden's got the Madden sort of every guy, I've former to, Raider really coach type guy. Like John Gruden. Do you have a Gruden? That's you, yeah. I think you if you spend some time in because I really the I watch those things that the, really he's Gruden. doing with the quarterbacks mm-hmm. on ESPN this year. Mm-hmm. What's the Gruden camp or yeah. whatever it was? He's great. That was a lot of awesome. fun. I mean that that uh, when he first came to the broadcast, I thought Gruden he's okay, he's he's good, oh, he's, he's awesome. decent, he's awesome. But then to watch him doing that and watch him over the years, it it just takes a while to get to get used to doing that. The thing that was, people criticize Gruden is he loves everybody. I mean, he's, yeah. he, they, that guy, that guy. <laughs> He does. There's that a guy, guy that, that guy, guy can bring it, Jaws. You know, I mean, like he he loves a lot. He he, he loves a lot of guys. Uh, <laughs> and then and then when he's off camera, I think he he probably uh, doesn't make doesn't, feel doesn't as love effusive. as many guys. I don't know. That's what people sort of think. With Gr- mm. I love Gruden. He worked here before he took the gig at uh, at Monday Night there's Football. There's something to be Talk said about though. holding court. Yeah. Oh my. 
goodness There's gracious. something to be said about finding positives in everything. If that, I mean, but mm. is, is that the question is, is that your job to find something positive right. about somebody? Right. I mean, <laughs> mine's the opposite to find something negative. <laughs> That's the hardest thing for me because I'm not really, I, I mean, right. I worship the ground a lot of these people walk on. I shouldn't say it like that, but I think I look up to uh, a lot of, of people. Of course, you emulate a lot of and then, guys. But I'm always making fun of them. And some people get it and some people don't, but right. it's. It's uh, there's only so many of those uh, right. battles you can uh, do. Win. You, uh, I mean, are you a fan of a specific NFL team? Is there one that? Well, you I grew really... up in Wisconsin, so, so you're a Packer. Yeah, state law. Um, but my right. uncle, I was born in Chicago, so my uncle, oh. who used to send six foot by eight foot eighty five Bears posters to us, right? We we would have those hanging up when we were kids, mm-hmm. and people would come on, uh, come over to our house and draw mustaches on all the guys who didn't have them already, <laughs> which was only like three or four guys, right? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we knew that it was weird because growing up in Wisconsin with all the family being from Chicago, we're singing the Super Bowl shuffle. Uh, and then you're looking at the fridge and, and I'm a rookie. I may be large, but I'm no dumb cookie. You know, <laughs> I'm the punky QB known as McMahon. Nothing beats Madden singing. No, <laughs> the punky QB known as McMahon. When I hit the turf. I got no plan. I throw my body on <laughs> You know what, man? You are your a treat. Say you a are, treat. No, you are. You are. You're hilarious. Gift. I've been laughing my ass off. This is my this is my ab work for the day. This is great. <laughs> Mine too. That's the problem. Now you've got uh, shows in Vegas that where you, people well, can. I'm not see doing. I was doing Vegas for a while. I'm not really doing that as much. Uh, I'm I'm going around working on some other bits and trying to do some new impressions and stuff like that. You got a you got a showcase? Can you uh, can you break one out here? Um, no, nothing's good enough. Nothing's good enough. On the way here, here's the weird thing. On the way here, I was actually, for I don't, couldn't tell you why, mm. but I was working on a Dan Lebitard. Whatever, <laughs> you know, people will tell you. See, that's not bad. <laughs> there are things that there are. There are I, he was one of the guys I met at the Super Bowl, became great friends with him and stuff like that. Frank loves meatballs. <laughs> if there's ever been someone in this world who feels okay. there's something, he does something weird with L's. It's a glottal thing that happens. He's going to hear this and he's going to be like, we'll when you don't sound like me, Caliendo. That's not bad. You That's don't good. sound like me. It's two days old. So for two days, this is an, in- That's pretty well, good. This is an infancy period. Right? Yeah, right. This it's, is, yeah, it's an embryo. On. It's an embryo of an imitation that you've got. It's an imitation embryo right now. Yeah, so uh, you can find, uh, look at me getting back to the plugs. FrankCaliendo.com. Um, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a good one. And at Frank Caliendo, I'm, I'm tweeting more and more. That's not right. Well, everybody's tweeting. Yeah, I know. We, the, whole, the funny thing is that everybody's always about, this is the future. You know why it's the future? Because everybody's making it the future. Everybody tells you, Twitter's going to be the thing. Facebook's going to be the thing. Can't and then, beat it. Like, they're like, but it is amazing the interaction you can get. You can get, um, you can get in trouble. Too. Yeah, you know, Twitter is is a lot like um, uh, beer goggles, <laughs> where you think you're being really pithy, <laughs> and then the next morning yeah, you're wondering, see, the, did I really just do that? The one thing I have going for me is that I'm a comedian. Yes, to some, to some that's people, a good fallback. Uh, I can get that's away. Good. I can't get away with as much as Barkley, who can pretty much say anything in a world. <laughs> uh, but you get a little bit more leeway with that. That's the funny thing when you guys are serious. And you're a funny guy. I mean, you, that's one of the things when I first met you. It's the funny guys, whether it's here or Sports Center or whatever. I love the guys with Thank the personality. You. That's the fun stuff right. that makes sports even more fun for me. Um, but the, the guys who are just going for the serious announcer type, yeah. 
anytime they say anything, they're, they're held to a different standard oh, completely. Sure. And I think you, I mean, you're, you're one of those guys who kind of walks the line, right? I, I, I mean, well, I, I almost did that as lemon. You're one of those guys who walks the line. <laughs> you, <laughs> Boy, I'm, starting to, I'm starting to annoy myself <laughs> almost as much as Levitard annoys me. Hawk, talk to me for a second. Um, the, uh, <laughs> It, it, well, I don't remember what we're talking no, about. No, you're yeah, you're talking about how I'm like the flying Willenda of uh, yeah, no, of, yeah. You have to walk a t- you have to casting. walk a tightrope because you have to go straight ahead at times, and you have to at other times. Uh, you you do the fun mm-hmm. promos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you're doing both those kinds of things, which is a tough thing to do because mm-hmm. you could be in silly rich eyes and mode, which yes. is which is more of a I think more as a dry sense of humor. That's a good thing too, is because you're dry. You're not over the goofy. You know, I try not. Me to a lot of the time in the. You know, the clown, but right. that's that's where I put myself. <laughs> but you've got that. Uh, My first year on Sports Center was uh, that's all I did was joke around, though. Right, and I did. Uh, a Marv but it was Albert. more of that back. I then. did a Marv Albert impersonation because uh, I grew up there, and that Marv has the. You two- grew up at Marv Albert. No, 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 I, would, I wish. By the way, sometimes <laughs> no, I grew up in New York City. So uh, I grew up a big Marv fan who, like, as you said, with Robin Williams, he has the serious Marv. Right. <laughs> yes. There's the serious Marv and then there's the over the top Marv. Yes. Okay. And then there's the uh, uh, serious Marv where we just talk hey, about uh, very, the, very, he, he, very. He, sl- he goes down the hill too. Yes, he slow or goes slow. up the hill. He, a very, very provocative statement. <laughs> and then there was this. Remember this? The, the Albert Achievement Awards. Yes. Right. And then he would turn to the camera. Hilarious. <laughs> I wish he would still do that. Oh, yeah. The they were I wish he would go back on Letterman and still. Somebody should, if yeah. not him. Somebody should do that. That's, yeah. You can't get any better than the wild and wacky. <laughs> I wanted him to do that. He came here on, on to, he came to Total Access like five years ago when he was out here for TNT shooting, doing a basketball game. And um, he came in and I spent the first three minutes of the interview basically uh, lionizing him and yeah. it probably made him feel very uncomfortable and I apologized to him for ripping him off almost on a daily basis with what <laughs> I do and then I, I I wanted we wanted to give him highlights right and he just did, he was not interested in yeah that. I mean I guess been there done that listen it's been done to death <laughs> uh, Rich uh, it's been uh, nice being on your show <laughs> But uh, I'm not gonna do that, you know. Like that, that the, the Marv has the two different sort of. Yeah, there was the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the the greatest things that you said. Starks to Ewing, yes. <laughs> so I did uh, my first Sports Center with Larry Beal, Sir okay. Lawrence of Beal, right. back in the day, and um, I did an entire 90 second Knicks highlight in Marv Albert's voice. Didn't break <laughs> once, beginning to end. And then Larry, unfortunately, is on camera afterwards, and he was just like, okay, moving on. Like, I left him nowhere to go. I completely boxed him in, except there's no way he could have done except make look at me like I had just lost my senses, which clearly I had done that. But, you know, that's what I did. So back in that, I definitely was over the top until sort of – Were you there at the same time as Kilborn was Kilborn? Oh, yeah. yeah. I did a few sports centers with with Kilby. Kill Bay. Oh, yeah. The kids love me. (laughs) My favorite thing about his late night show is when he introduced himself off camera. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) give it up for the honorable Craig Kilborn. That's him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did it with Kilby and uh, Dan and Keith and all those guys when I was there. And Berman. Berman. Eh. 
my favorite. I'll just <laughs> I've told my this is my favorite Berman story. Then I'll I'll, I'll 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 let you go since I could talk to you all day. My favorite Berman story at ESPN. We had these, um, and I'm sure they still have it there. Even though I haven't been there in nine years, the uh, banners that you see on the sides of uh, baseball stadiums, and, yes. you know, the ESPN worldwide leader in sports banners, you'd hang them up. People would hang them up with a note saying, hey, this is for a cha- X charity, Y charity. Would you please all the on-air people sign it? And they auction it off. So I had been there. I, I came from Market 130 in Redding, California, and I had come from truly the small market of small markets. Boom. Now I'm on SportsCenter. I did a few shows. And I didn't know. I mean, do I really sign these banners? I mean, how many of these right. shows do I have to do before? So I'm doing a seven o'clock Sports Center after a baseball tonight, or a seven thirty Sports Center after baseball tonight that Berman's doing, and he's in the chair, makeup chair before I'm waiting. So I'm who better to ask than him? So I'm like Chris, you know, and I introduce myself again. I'm like, you know, there are all these banners up there. I'm like, how many of these shows do I have to do? And he goes, how many have you done? And I'm like three. And he goes. It, sign them all. <laughs> you got an Ernie laugh out of me. That's it. Get an Ernie laugh out of you. That's what he got. He's F it. Sign them all. That's what, and I'm like done. I went. I took a sharpie and darn near, you know, removed all the ink from it because there were like thirty of them. Oh, that's that's yeah. I mean, uh, that's, for for me, when people want to sign larger stuff, than uh, life. But the, it's funny when like Bradshaw and Howie and the people that they'll have those guys sign them. I'll be like, mm. I'll taint this. <laughs> I'm going to taint this. This is <laughs> Frank. This I mean, is you're Hall part of people, you know, I mean, everyone yeah. knows you. I guess, but it's, it's funny. Well, and some of them know you and, and revile you until they meet you. And <laughs> right. then they, and now you're, now you're, some of it comes look in. at you. You're going, you're going to roll bocce next year with right. Mariucci and Madden. <laughs> that would be funny, right? <laughs> What's he doing here? Is he wearing, why is he wearing a thing that looks kind of like me if I were in the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> what is that? Frank. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks man. for having me. FrankCaliendo.com at Frank Caliendo, and we will see you uh, on. Well, you know, did you see that lack I of did depth see perception? That was very good. That's how you grabbed the, the <laughs> it microphone. It was like this. Um, we right. will see. Uh, well, people will see it because I'm on the air when you're on. Right. You know, we do our own morning right. show here at NFL Network. But, but right now you can rack me because I am out. <laughs> hey, Rome probably does not like your imitation of him, right? Definitely he- never heard a good thing. <laughs> Rome, I don't know if Rome's got Just that. waiting for that day to happen. Rack him. How great is that? Awesome. Not as great as me. Tremendous. <laughs> Tremendous. Incredible. Phenomenal. Arugula. <laughs> Caliendo. Out. Out. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Thanks. You bet. As you know, we've been talking for weeks about um, our, our subscriber competition, right? Right. Yes. Step in Rich's shoes. Somebody who listens to the podcast. Uh, we we arranged it on the blog page, richeisen.nfl.com. The person who provides the most new subscribers to the podcast using Twitter or whatever social network to get the most uh, new subscribers to the podcast would win an opportunity to appear on this podcast and also win my 40-yard dash shoes that I ran in at the Combine, autographed personally to that person. And we came up with the idea of calling it Step in Rich's Shoes. Genius, right? Genius. <laughs> At any rate, we have the winner. And we have the winner right here on the podcast. Right. The winner of the Step and Rich's Shoes contest, Chris Brockman, Chris Law. Welcome a third Chris. Chris Barba. Why not? Welcome. Congratulations. Thank you're you on the Rich much. Eisen podcast well, now. Thank you. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you here. Well, thank you. And you are so you're a twenty two year old, right? Yes, correct. 
who wants my job one day. Uh, that's exactly correct. <laughs> <laughs> so long as he's one not coming for our job, my podcast, and we'll talk about this. Okay. So. Will I get? Will I get a free pair of your shoes? Or um, I mean, we can we'll, work that out. We can work that out. Of There's course. enough time. There's enough time. That's plenty of time. But right in now, college, you're getting sandals only. He, yeah, he, he right. can't afford to give up shoes. Right now, <laughs> um, you are a uh, junior going into your senior year, coming in this fall at Iteso University in Guadalajara, Mexico. That's correct. So you're an international winner of the Rich Eisen podcast. That is correct. I um I actually live in Mexico most of my life. Um, okay. I was born here, um, up north in Hollister, but um my parents decided to live in Mexico, which was a better option educational wise. So um I've been going to school there, and it's so it's working for me. And I actually do both. I can go Spanish or English. You're bilingual. As a journalist. You're yes. a bilingual. Yes. Okay. So how do you say "step in Rich's shoes" in Spanish? How do well, you say the that? um the phrase is not. You can't translate that um, like exactly because it would sound weird. But I would say is well um, in English it sounds weird anyway. So <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. Well, it's um it, it would be something like ponte en los zapatos de Rich Eisen. Okay, that would be the well the translation. So, so, and how and and uh, so Felice step in Rich's shoes, right? Felicidades. Uh, that would be. See, I'm terrible. I'm bad. I, I took more French than anything else. I mean, Rich, we've seen you rap. I'm not sure if you should go. You should go a foreign language here. Well, rap is my second language. Of course. You know, English is my first. Um, and so you are a fan of? The Dallas Cowboys. Okay. What do you think? The, here you go. So you want my job. Yes. You're a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. You are on NFL Network now. The floor is yours. Your analysis of the Dallas Cowboys, Chris Barber. Uh, well, um, starting, I guess, with Tony Romo. I think, I think he's good enough to get to a Super Bowl and win it. I just think he gets too much. Um, he doesn't get um, treated the same way other quarterbacks do. Like, I'm not a supporter of Tony Romo. I actually, I think I'm very, very critical of him. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like he's done so well over the past few years. But it, he doesn't have a great O-line, which is no secret. Right. Um, the defense always, like, they choke at the end. It's always the defense. Mm-hmm. Like, the defense will be good for the first three months. And then here comes December, and the ones choking is the defense. So, I mean, Romo always will have this one game where he'll throw, like, last season against the Lions. Well, he just goes and throws three picks. And we're like, what are you doing, bro? But, um, <laughs> but that's going to happen. I mean, I remember Eli Manning throwing... Yeah, I um, mean, and, a lot and of picks, so, so it seems to me, Chris, that there are two camps on Romo. There's the one that they love him, and I would definitely think somebody of Mexican descent would be a Tony Romo backer. Just you know, I mean, you well, got to have his back in that respect, right? Well, I mean, I'm not like that. Would also mean that I'm a supporter of Mark Sanchez, which I'm okay. not really. Like, if he plays well, then yes, I'm a supporter. But if he's not playing well enough, then yeah. I'm not gonna. Like protect them just because he has some Mexican sense. So. I guess that's where we're different. Any Jewish quarterback, I have their back. But the, you know what I mean. I think Wait, there's. Can, just you, can probably... you name some Fiedler. Jewish Fiedler. I think Sage. I think Sage is a member of I think Sage. I think Sage might be one, and I've got their back. Win or lose. Winner, winner, tie. Rich. Winner, tie. Oh, I nice. got their back. Winner, tie. <laughs> yeah. So there's just two people, the two camps, right? There's the Romo where they love him. Yes. And then there's the Romo where, where they, they really, really hate him. Yeah. And then I'm sort of, I'm, I'm sort of in the in in the love camp. I, I think he gets too much blame. Yeah, I do I too. Really do. I mean, the quarterback should take more of the blame because at the end, like he's the face of the franchise. Certainly, so. the Dallas Cowboys quarterback too, right? And I know he made some mistakes, but I think that's because even since he was four years in the league before becoming a starter, I know 
um, he was not attracting any lights. So once you do that, he's, he was exposed to it, and he was pretty much acting like a rookie. So I think it was just a maturing process for him. And Is that like, your way of bringing Jessica Simpson into the equation? For us? <laughs> is, that, is that what you just sort of did uh, right there on the me? The Jessica right Simpson situation. I was... Um, at the time, I was really mad when he made that trip to um, Mexico with Jason Wynn. Yeah. And what I, after I like, I thought about it, and it's it's like okay, Jason Wynn is not getting any blame for going. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody talks about him how he's like such a good pro and exactly. everything. Exactly. Everybody treats Romo differently. Well, I mean, you have to because he's the quarterback. But still, like, I think that was a coach decision. If they if they tell him you have a week vacation, go like spend some time off. Then oh, yeah. what are you gonna do? What like, are you gonna do? I mean, if they're asking you to take vacations, you should take vacation. I mean, the coach should know better, right? Did if you? Jessica Simpson wants me to go to Mexico, Rich, you better believe I'm going to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. Did you ever think of hopping in a car and driving to Cabo and telling him, brother, get on a plane, go back to Dallas in your bye week and focus no, I was task at hand. Did you ever think about personally delivering this message, Chris? No, I actually thought it was a good thing for him. I thought after what happened the year before at the Seattle, um, mm-hmm. where he that was such a bad thing. What well, was a new well, by the way? That was a new football. They I know, I read after it, and, right? It's yeah, a new I, football. Book, so. You read my book, yeah, it was in your book. So no I was pretty this pissed guy's off on the podcast. after I read that. I was pretty pissed off. I was like, I can't believe it. Like, it's all because of the Seahawks. This is not his fault. They, gave, so. they probably busted a flat-out new one out of the box. Yeah, that, that's, and just I can get, totally it, see that happening. But, but, you know, I mean, it's part of the game, I guess. It is. I, well, it went through his fingers. It was still been, you know. Wait, are you saying there was a conspiracy against the yes, Dallas Cowboys? Yes, that's what I'm actually well, saying. Obviously, wait a minute. Uh, there there apparently is one Chris who did not read my book. <laughs> well, you know what, Rich? And he happens to be on the podcast. Rich, more than not. Uh, I Brockman. went through the grapevine that you gave people your book for Christmas. This past season. No. And I don't remember no. getting one of those. False. This is false. By the way, you can have, a, I've got about 8,000 in my office. <laughs> okay. At least I, I appreciate Chris, uh, you uh, came in with a book. I appreciate that. But yes, the, Mike Pereira, then of the NFL office, I had a whole conversation with him about that Romo situation. Situation. That, not the not the Cabo one. No, no, no. The, We're the talking one. about the. Um, I would love to know my prayer thoughts on the. Mis- yeah, I love to know <laughs> prayer on the Cabo. Yeah. Well, you know, see what he did is his problem here was. <laughs> okay, he went. You see what he should have done is he should have gone Ventanas instead. He went Palmia, and that's a big that's a big issue in a bye week. But anyway, so um, that they changed the rules that uh, the the kicking footballs. Sometimes they would just bust a new one out of the box, and it was very slippery. Have you ever thrown a new football fr- yeah. fresh out of the box? Yeah, it's very, it's very slippery. slippery. And also, the, I mean, it's so, not. I don't want to protect Romo on this, but the weather wasn't like perfect. It was. I mean, there was a lot of situations going on. Of course, it's his fault. He should have held on to that. I know he shouldn't have been the holder, for starters, but. Well, hey, I mean, what happened happened. Though? I mean, but, he was the backup quarterback, right? And that's what usually what, well, he start, well, he was he, at the beginning he, of the season. He was yes, the backup after quarterback. Week, I believe it was week nine when when he, when, when, when he became it, a starter. If you remember, Bledsoe threw yeah. the pick six at the end of the first half of that Monday night football game, yeah. and Parcells had seen yeah, Bledsoe, uh, enough. Was, and and so Romo came in, and they made the playoffs. Yeah, so he was still in that role of backup quarterback and holder for Savior. place kicking. And after that, they they changed the rules that they would have specific footballs for kicking the K balls. Yeah. After that moment, that was the moment where they basically said, you can't just bust a new football out of the box and flip it out there for the opposition to right. kick in such a crucial moment. 
be that as it may, you know, 99 times out of 100, he's going to ha- have that down for the uh, for the place kick properly. Yeah, I, I mean, I still blame Gramatica for that. I, like, well, you should blame a Gramatica for anything. Yeah, I mean, he should have <laughs> blocked um, Jordan Bavenu. I think it was Bavenu. Yeah, like, he should have blocked him. Like, dude, why do you like he jumped out of the way? So like. If he just gets in his way, Roma makes it to the t- to the end zone and it's a touchdown. In Gramatica's defense, I'm jumping out of the way, Jordan Babbitt. <laughs> Dude, you're a football player. Like, if you're a football player, you play football. You like getting tackled and tackling people. Like, kickers think, are kickers are football players. I mean, too. I played kickers, so I <laughs> yes. So, I, kickers like, are football. Players. I like tackling people. I didn't back out of like I'm, I was not gonna get so out of you, the way. Are you a soccer style kicker? Are you? Well, um, due to knee problems and I have to like quit on. Playing sports like on a, I guess high, like, um, on a high level. Yeah, high okay. level sports. I can't, sure. I can't practice all week and play on Sundays. That would kill my knees. So, like, I've had five surgeries now up to wow. this point. So, no kidding. Yeah, five knee surgeries. So, five but, knee surgeries. Yeah, it's been. Wow, I think he's got. I think you have Falk by one. <laughs> wow, you got Marshall by one. Well, okay. Well, I mean, and so. I mean, I always wanted to, have, to be a soccer player, and I also wanted to be a football player when I um, came back to um, Hollister for high school. Um, I was playing soccer, and one of my cousins was on the football team, so I went and, like, because the kicker at my school, like, was really bad. He would miss, like, extra points. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't explain myself how this kid would make, miss extra points. So I went on a practice and told him, hey, let me kick. So um, the coach said, hey, you need to come on the football team. So I was going to get on the football team, but I ended up moving back to Mexico for my senior year. Mm-hmm. And I started playing in Mexico, but um, it ended with, like, more injuries and everything. So I just, like, have stayed you, away from have, football. Have you been to an NFL game? Have you ever no. attended an NFL no. game? Because you live in Southern California. You well, no, I live actually uh, no, no, north. Oh, but um, Oh, you're north. Okay. I when I was here in high school, I didn't live with my parents. I lived with my grandparents. My okay. parents stayed in Mexico. So um, I actually got tickets for a 49er Cowboys game. And asked a lot of people to take me because I was 15 at the time. I couldn't drive. And it was like, and I told him, like, I'll give you the ticket. Just take me. I'll pay for gas and everything. And apparently no one wanted to take me. Brother. And yeah, I know. What a hard and then hard. I also got for Oakland, Oakland uh, Cowboys, which was also at the Coliseum. And no one wanted to go because the Raiders, apparently, it's like really bad in the stadium. So. Oh, well, that's a, that's, that's, well, it will happen eventually. Yeah, just, it'll happen. Well, this is, this is, the, I guess, is a good step forward in yeah, that respect to your being on the NFL network and NFL podcasts and things of that nature. So what do you think of the Cowboys chances this season? They went ahead and they got Morris Claiborne <sighs> in the first round of the draft. As Michael Irvin said on the spot that they finally got somebody who could put points on the board on the other side of the football and that might, and or maybe two versions of football with his uh, acumen on, on special teams maybe being uh, brought to the fore this fall like Patrick Peterson last year, even if he's right. half of what Peterson was Ex- like. Yeah, so- I mean, he's not Patrick Peterson. Um, I know that. And for starters, I think um, like we upgraded the defense, which was like a need, a major need for like the last five seasons. What I do think it's, for instance, I think Brandon Carr is overpaid. I don't think – I think he's a second uh, cornerback. He's not a starting cornerback. So – and I thought they should have gone for um, – what's his name? I'm losing his name. He went to the Rams. Uh, oh, they should have gone for – Cortland Finnegan. Cortland Finnegan. I just like his um, – he has – he's like more of a tough guy. You can tell. And he has attitude. And that's what Why, the Cowboys need. Why, because he took a swing at Andre Johnson? <laughs> yes. Is that what it is? Pretty much. You need that sort of Yeah. Thing. You need a guy that's willing to fight. And You not, want someone who could punk Deshaun Jackson is what exactly. you're saying. Exactly. Yes. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I okay. seriously just want someone to like just have 
like split him in half when they get when he gets tackled. I just so like which team which it. team which team do you dislike the most then? Is the it? Eagles. Definitely. It is. I'm hey, sorry. Hey, hey, I'm hey, sorry. Hey, hey. Uh oh. Hey, I'm listen. sorry. Hey, this is his time, Chris Long. Yeah, you I had, mean, you had your time I'm two a weeks huge ago. fan of some Eagle players, but I just dislike the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, Brian Dawkins, huge fan. <laughs> huge like, fan. I he always was, loved him. He was in that seat. I know. Two weeks ago. I know. That's impressive. You know? And then just three weeks ago was Nandi. Nandi's a good dude too. Um, Although you're you're not happy because he turned no, down. No, well, I mean, he turned I'm down the actually glad he played pretty bad last season. Oh, <laughs> I was um, right before the season when they got him. I was um, at a camp in Canada, um, a Jewish camp, and there was um, some kid who went for, who likes the Eagles, and he was telling me like, "Oh, we're gonna be so good," and blah blah. blah. And I'm like, "Nah, I don't think so. I, I think it's gonna take Nandi a long time to get used to because." People are not throwing balls his way in Oakland. He was only like thrown to like 16 times the previous season. So he was not getting a lot of reps. So we don't really know how good he is. People are just not throwing his way. And then Victor Cruz like destroyed him in week two or three last season. So I was so happy. Look at that law. That's spoken like a true Cowboy fan right there. What do you think about 2012 though? Because you got the Giants. Hold on a minute. Let me set the stage. You got the Giants returning. Okay. Champions. You got them week one. In the uh, new Meadowlands or whatever the heck they call it now, MetLife Met Stadium. Met Stadium. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a native New Yorker, longtime Staten Islander and Brooklyn guy. So Con it's Smythe tough. For me. It's tough. It's tough for me. Yeah, it's tough for me. Yeah. Whatever. He couldn't name what the Con Smythe Trophy was before, and he's a New Englander from Maine. Like they, you, you probably grew up on a slew. You know. Uh, at any rate, um, he threw me off my game right there. Here, let me let me let me reset the stage. The there uh, the 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 MetLife Stadium. Is where the uh, Giants are opening the season yeah. against the Cowboys, the Cowboys on a Thursday, who have six of their first nine games on the road away from the Jones Mahal. Okay, and you've got the Eagles, who finished very strong last year to the point where they almost darn near won the division. Usually, strong December's translate into Good success play. the next year. The Detroit Lions, perfect example of that. Last year, okay. the Redskins, the Redskins, okay, RG3, they've totally recast that offense. They've got the guy that they really want. He's supremely talented, and maybe, just maybe, he can catch Cam Newton like fire for the Redskins. What do you think about the Cowboys' chances uh, in 2012? I think, I, I don't think the Giants will repeat, to be honest. I just think they have um, this thing where they go, like, their highs are very high and their lows are very low. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think they'll repeat. Uh, I think the Eagles will come out to be the winners of the division. I just hope the Cowboys can get to the wild card because um, I think the Eagles, they were just having a lot of problems, like, adapting to their new defense. But, like, their defensive line is pretty, like, it's stacked with, like, talent. They can go hunt. Yeah, and so that that makes all the cornerbacks, like, just have – like they're just sitting there waiting for the quarterback to get sacked or just throw a desperate ball up in the air. So I think that's good for them. Um, I think if Deshaun Jackson plays well, like he's normally has played, then they're going to burn everyone. I think. So you like I, the Eagles to win the division? Sadly enough, yes. See, I, I think that, the Cowboys will be okay, though. You can do this job one day. I mean, you have to put aside your, your love for your team yeah. and your hatred for another. And give us the clean, unvarnished analysis and truth, which you just did. So the Cowboys, do they make it as a wild card then? I, I don't think – I think the Lions have too much problems inside. Like all these things that have been going on outside, it's going to distract them. Like it, it's always about distraction. And I think um, – I guess the most successful coach in the recent years is Tom Coughlin. Um, and what he focused on, it's discipline. And so 
the Lions have no discipline, starting with the coach. Like, mm-hmm. we saw the handshake last last season. And that just shows you um, there's no discipline in that group, I think. Um, I don't think they're going to be good enough. There's, so that's not, one wild card team that made yeah. it last year that's not. Yeah, the Packers should be good. And I guess the Bears. Uh, the Bears are, like, if Brandon Marshall can play with Cutler's Cutler. got his guy on the outside, yeah, and that, he's got his guy who's calling gonna the plays. They're going to be tough to beat. But I think their defense is pretty old, though. Like, Peppers is good, but uh, Erlacher and Briggs, they're, like, getting really old. Okay. So I hope they slow down. So that will give it Cowboys a chance. Uh, so you think the Cowboys can, can sneak in as a wild card with yes. the Giants? You think three teams might come out of the uh, I don't know. I mean, the West, I don't. They're not. There's nothing in you the West. You never know. I don't know. I mean, I the mean, Niners look good, and the, the Seahawks might take that step forward. They they almost they almost finished above 500 after a dreadful first half of the season. You you don't know there. And then the then the South, uh, Tampa Bay might shock some people right. this year. Well, yeah. I mean, I think the Falcons are also. They're not. They're just not good enough. I I just don't see them being good enough to do any harm. I think the Bucks will be good, but I think since the division is so like. Um, they're so good in that division, they will kill each other. Um, like the Saints, they have enough issues. I don't think they'll even make a wild card team, mm-hmm. even if they're playing with this chip on their shoulder. I don't think they'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Carolina has a real good shot at it. I think. That, who knows, man? That would be great. Cam in the playoffs would be incredible, but not, I mean, if it's the expense of the Cowboys, if the Cowboys don't make the playoffs this year, I think they have some serious, serious uh, thinking to do about for, what to do moving forward. Well, uh, they would uh, probably, I'm pretty sure they would get rid of Romo. I, I, but he's not going to be the problem. I'm telling he's you, he's not going to be the problem. No, I mean, the problem is who's going to catch the ball? Austin has not been able to stay healthy, and Des Bryant has not been able to stay focused enough to play four quarters or conditioned enough to play four quarters. Witten is his BFF, and everybody knows that's where he's going. Pretty much uh, yeah. option one, two, and three if he thinks his wide receivers are checking out on him. And who's going to run the football? Felix Jones can't stay healthy. And last year, DeMarco Murray was a beast, but then he unfortunately broke his ankle. That offense is not Romo's fault. I I promise you that. Well, and I- then that's the problem is that it's 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 it, there's so many mistakes that can be made on that offense – not his fault, okay? Protection. Remember how the, they had the injury problems, the, the ball's getting snapped all over the place yeah, on them. They, they still won that game. Yeah. They still won that game with all the, the uh, field goals against the Redskins. And um, that, that offense cannot afford to make the late mistake, which unfortunately for Romo is his bugaboo. It just yeah. props well, up. I mean- and then if defensively, if they need to put points on the board, they're they're finished. If that defense can lock things down, and people can stay healthy enough for Romo to get a rhythm with these guys, I think they're very, very tough to beat. That is the, that's my analysis. Of the I, I just think um, running um, and the running backs, I think the Marco Murray, um, he was pretty good. I was actually not expecting him to be that good. He was my fantasy savior last year. Yeah, I was, picked him up. I, I just I sniffed it. I smelled yeah, it. Yeah, he saved me in two of my leagues. He did say. In two of your leagues? Yeah. How good are you fantasy? How many leagues do you have? Four. Four fantasy leagues. I played in four fantasy leagues last year because so many people were pulling at me. I couldn't couldn't keep it straight. How do you keep four fantasy leagues straight? Well, the first thing I think um, I'd say advice is do not pick the same players for your leagues. Like, don't make that mistake. Like, see, I I picked up. um, I like having one guy that's the common thread, though. Okay. Well, yeah, I had Victor Cruz in all of my leagues. That's not a bad guy to have. Okay. I, I actually picked them up the year before and he didn't play so I just kept him in the bench because I saw him play against the Jets Okay, and I was like wow that guy's amazing yeah, he had so a just, great preseason game the, yeah, year, the before, year before so I picked him up kept him in the bench and then 
I just picked, like, I drafted him last in one of my leagues. Okay. And as soon as that guy got injured against the Rams, oh, I can't remember his name. Well, he teared his ACL. Um, which which um, player? Giants. He's number 87. Dominic Hickson. Yes. Is that his name? Right, yes. In, right. A, in the preseason, yes. No, it was... Uh, uh, oh, first game or something like that? First or second game he right. got injured. Uh-huh. Um, he teared his uh, knee after making, like, a really good, nice catch. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to go and get um, this guy off the waivers. Mm-hmm. And it worked. I mean, I had him in my lineup against the Eagles, mm-hmm. and he just destroyed them. I was like, I was almost tearing up. I was like, oh my god! So you must have done very well with Victor Cruz. Uh, here's 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 how an idea of how my fantasy leagues went, because my common thread player picked him up in every single league. Made sure I got him was Tim Hightower. How'd that work out for me? <laughs> How'd that really? work out for me? Really? Well, I mean, yeah. I, know, I, I thought I thought he was going to be. He was going to be. I thought he. No way. Hold on a minute, Chris. <laughs> Barbara, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Let's let's hit the way back machine to last August, right? Okay. And Shanahan's coming. The Shanahan's are in with this system. Yes. And the running backs are the key to that system, right? Of Ryan Terrain looked like a, a monster. Yeah. Even uh, Williams. Okay. The year all before. of them. All of them. Now here comes someone to like Hightower, and he can throw, catch it out of the backfield. He can run it. I thought in the Shanahan system, this guy, and he's a guy that you could get seventh, eighth round. Of course. Uh, right? Yeah. And he's a guy, he's no a good flex someone, guy. He's a good flex guy. This is the way I was thinking. All right. And how to work out for me. Well, I don't think it worked. <laughs> I mean, I just wouldn't Not, pick anyone from Not from well. the Redskins. There's just Nobody's such a risk. Well, really? I mean, RG3 now, but like last year, I just think it's a risk. Because I had, the previous year, I had Ryan Train, and then suddenly he just puts another guy in, and I'm like, what are you doing? That's true. Why? Shanahanigans, uh, on yeah, NFL exactly. What, 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 what is, uh, Adam ranked up the term Shanahanigans. 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 Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't brutal. trust Shanahan. I just don't trust them with my fantasy league. Yeah, because they're all fungible, those running backs. Yeah. And that's why Terrell Davis, I loved always tweaking him. You're just a system running back, yeah. man. You're just a I system mean, running back. I mean, the only bad, I guess the only really bad choice I met last season, I drafted Grankowski and traded him week oh, one. Oh, for yes. who? For who? For nothing. For who? Um, Give me the trade. Uh, what, you Jamal thought? Charles. Oh, that's a killer. Oh, yeah. man. That's, like, a fa- that, that's a lead. That's a, that's a season well, I mean, changer, I thought, Chris. That's a season I thought, changer. Yeah, I thought Gronkowski was not was going to be the Aaron second Hernandez, tight end. And yeah, Aaron Hernandez, Hernandez had a great first have, game. Yeah, so I thought Hernandez is going to have a great season. So I just thought he's not going to be that good. Oh, he's and not, then Jamal Charles what, break buses. What, uh, so were there yeah. other parts in that trade? Because that's a great deal for you week one. Like, you're thinking you got an amazing deal. Well, I, I traded um, Gronkowski for Charles. A receiver, Gronkowski, and... Just a random running back for Jamal Charles. Three for one. Yeah, three for one. I thought it was worth it. I thought it was worth it. And then as soon as I saw him get injured, I was like, my season is done. But no, um, I had DeMarco Murray um, like later in week five or six. Picked him up. Pretty much came in. Yeah, I mean, I've always like, I always like get killed on the semifinals, which is like kind of my. Yeah. It's been getting. Is that better or worse than me picking up? I, I drafted Cam Newton. And Good. then dropped him right before week one for a kicker. <laughs> wow. That, uh, let me think about that. That yeah. is worse. Yeah, that, that is, is worse. worse. That is worse. That's a bad one, right? Well, at least because he, he thought he was trading for right. um, a potential 2,000-yard type running back. You know, oh, yeah. like a I guy mean, who flex starter, like. Right? Yeah, receiving Jamal yards. Charles? I mean, you thought yards, was, you just I, for a kicker. I drafted Matt Ryan. What do you mean and for a kicker? And, on a, and I, didn't, kicker. I didn't draft a kicker. I always wait to pick up my kicker right before the season starts. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> Actually, 
Was Matt Ryan outperformed Cam Newton the last four weeks, so I wouldn't. Yeah, how, how the first twelve? How the first twelve weeks? First twelve weren't that good. You know, you know what this has turned into? Now what is it? Were, were those people talking were those about people? their kids? Yeah, yeah. I know about, yeah, talking about their kids. Yeah, probably like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my That's what you say. It's like, or or for the poker players, yeah, the, the bad player. beats, oh, the bad. Let me tell you about what happened on the turn or on the river and all, and just. Yeah. <laughs> it happens to all of us. Everybody's got but, these stories. But it is therapeutic to talk about your fantasy failures. Yeah, you right? need to get it out. Okay. Did you feel better about yourself that you told that Gronkowski story? Yeah. Very actually, good. the winner who won the league had Gronkowski, and he goes the last day, and he tells me, dude, thank you. You made me the winner. Oh. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, you don't remember, right? And I'm like, no. He's like, check the tradings, the trades on the first week. So I just went and checked. I can remember. And I saw Gronkowski traded. What, from. you blacked out? You forgot it? I, was, I, just didn't, re- I, I didn't even think about <laughs> yeah. it. So no, I was no, like, would, that, oh, That would be something I would be lamenting every single well, day. That's me playing in, in, in baseball, too. You drop somebody, and then that guy just goes on a two-week tear and just kill yourself. Oh, just beats me up inside. Beats me up inside. All right, Chris Barba, you are you're a good man. You're a good man. And Anything else you want to get off your chest while you're um, here? Anything else? Well... Um, just cur- my Twitter is Chris G Barba. So if people want to follow me, promote it. Look at this man promoting. <laughs> he wants a podcast bump. Self promotion at Chris G Barba. Yeah, okay. I tweet in Spanish and and you're English. a bilingual tweet. Yes, yes, I okay. tweet both ways. Well, I mean, I have, um, I guess like half of my followers are Mexican and half of them are from. So how my do you do that? You US. send out something pithy, something funny, and you have to send it out uh, twice. Uh, no, no, I just go about um if I'm tweeting mostly about soccer I'll go in Spanish. If I'm if I'm oh, seeing Mexico minute, play then minute, I'll just tweet in Spanish. Minute, wait a minute. We we like we like soccer too. I mean Really? What do you mean really? Well, I mean, mean, it's just soccer's not really important. If I'm going to follow you and I'm going to talk about, I mean, I I don't have, you know, my Rosetta Stone next to me. (laughs) Can can we go podcast physical challenge right now? What do you mean? Can you name four players on the U.S. soccer team? Me? Four. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast physical challenge. Landon Donovan. Okay. Uh, um, (laughs) Come on now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, 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 shoot. I've I watched them and I lived and died with them. Sports in days are a long time. Yeah, ago. they are. My sports in days are long gone. But I'm I'm a fan. Uh, Messi, Messi doesn't play for the United States. No, he plays for Argentina. That was a good one. No. Oh boy. All right. Thank you for calling me out on Sorry. my BS, Chris Law. Sorry. I'm just trying to bust the man's chops. He comes on. He's gonna you know. Can you name four, Chris Law? Yeah. Can uh, you name four? I'm not the one claiming to be a. Soccer. No, but you couldn't oh. even if oh, I started Bradley, naming names, you couldn't Tim even Bradley. know. If, the goaltender is really good. Tim Howard. Tim Howard. Um, Clint Dempsey. Clint yeah. Dempsey. I loved him. I love yeah. him. Is he still on the team? Yes. Dempsey, yes. I think so, yeah. There's four. Good job. If the United States. What do you do? Hold on, on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. If the United States ever won the World Cup, would the rest of the planet be able to handle that? I don't think they're going to win the World Cup. Oh, <laughs> no. They're not good enough. I'm never sorry. I'm sorry. Never, right. never this say is my, never. My, my Mexican uh, coming in. Um, they're not good enough. Um, they're not even the, the best team in the, uh, which is called CONCACAF, which is the, I guess. I don't know what that is. All right. So, yeah, they're not even the best team. I mean, they're just like, they're really far away. Like, they really, they were really good four years ago. Right. Or like, no, three years ago. They were really, really good. And they beat Brazil and they got to um, the Confederations final. Before they got robbed by the refs. Ah. Robbed. Was, Everybody wants to. Everybody's doing it. The yep. refs do us in, right? Am I not wrong for complaining about the oh, refs? I do it all the time. I do it all the time, Rich. Well, I mean, refs, they, I don't know. I just, 
I don't like giving grief on the refs because, I mean, they're human. They're hu- they're people too. So. <laughs> <laughs> refs are people, people too. too. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, um, like, right. I'll complain when they're killing my team. There you go. Deshaun but, Jackson, not a person. Refs, a person. That's right. It's, <laughs> yes. that, that's the bias coming well, see, in. That's the bias coming like in right Deshaun here. I like Deshaun Jackson, but I just hate that he plays for the Eagles and no, that he no. talks so much trash. You want to take him? You want you want Cortland Finnegan to come and break yeah, him, break would, off a piece oh, for please. you? I would break off a bilingual him. piece for you. Um, <laughs> so uh, at Chris G Barba, you um, by the way, I don't know if you're aware. It was you, you brought triple figures to the podcast. Yeah. I, how um, do you get that? What's your social net? All right. So um, you, in you know? Mexico, there's this thing when whenever there's a contest online and you want people to like your picture or whatever it is, um, people will go and create an event. On Facebook, and okay. then invite all of their friends and ask them just to go in and give it a like or sign up. So what I did was, all right. So people like I made an event on Facebook, said write it in English and Spanish because I have, uh, like I think I have like fifteen hundred friends on Facebook. So nice. So I just I said okay. So if everybody votes at least once or like signs up and subscribes and like gives it a listen, then right. I'm pretty good. So I just did that, and um, after a while, because I thought. They were gonna, you guys were gonna announce the winner like on the tenth. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so yeah, we had some issues. So I was in my finals week. So I was like, spent like, um, like I put down my books and I said, okay, I'm gonna listen for an hour to the podcast oh, and see if it God. happened. Please and then, tell me, please tell me you didn't flunk the test. No, I actually had a pretty good um, semester. Like I actually I did right, pretty good. good. You're focused. Amazingly You're good. Focused. So good. congratulations. By Thank the way. you. You're welcome. And and yeah, I didn't hear anything, so I was like a little disappointed. I was like, okay, well. Yeah, we had it. We had Better. a post, but there, there are reasons way too many to bore you with right now. But it, <laughs> hey, it happened anyway. Well, yeah. So. I mean, and and then I was actually, um, I went into surgery um, three weeks ago, okay. and for, your for knee? appendix. For your appendix. Yeah, and I came home the next day, and I saw an email that said, "Hey, you're in the finalists. We need to get your like, yeah. all your information." And I was like, I saw that the email had been sent on Monday at night, and I was like, "Oh my god, I lost my chance." No, I mean, we, listen, it's it's just like in the NFL, you never lose your spot due to injury. You never lose your chance to win Step in Rich's Shoes based on your appendix, Chris. That wasn't the fine print of the rules, correct? It was It was definitely in there. It was de- deep in there. Deep in there. Very small fine print <laughs> with an asterisk next to it that looks like an appendix. Are you okay? Yes, You're I'm good? fine. Okay, I'm good. good. See? And so then you came out, and it, and it helped in your recovery, did it not? <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I couldn't. Just say yes. The doctors. Just say C. 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 I couldn't jump around. The doctors, sorry. But I just, I I tried screaming, but I couldn't scream because it hurt. So I was just like. Oh, no. Excited, but. (laughs) Okay. Very good. Terrific. And and now, here you go. Here they are. Hold on a minute. Here they are in the Under Armour box that it came in. There they are. Here are the shoes. Hold it up to this camera there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For sure. There are the shoes that I ran the 40 in, the actual ones with the uh, with your name on with it. my name on it, Eisen. Eisen. There you right. go. Um, I just want to let you know um, that these shoes are magic shoes. <laughs> so be very careful how you okay. use these. They're magic shoes. Record-setting shoes. Record-setting Record yeah. shoes. A it lot was... of people believe, a lot of people believe it's operator error. Okay? It's the way the operator operates in the magic shoes chris okay. you understand how this yes. works okay so be very careful all right be very I'll careful with these. how do you want me to inscribe them just, come on what do you want just whatever you want to write 
Uh, come on. I mean, how should I inscribe these? Have you heard Rich ask a question? He'll write all over them. That's <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Sorry. Too easy. Wow. I mean, we have how a about guest this? Here. This, man does, this man's just met us. Sorry. How about Although this? Probably, um, yeah. Just a signature here. And then if you could sign uh, your book that I have, okay. that I own. Okay. So if sure. you can just, so just write just, something there and then great. we'll just go with the sign there. Just sign. So yes. can I, should I personalize it to Chris? Well, I mean, you can personalize Are you planning to put these on eBay? No. Because, <laughs> no. I mean, I swear, I will come down to Guadalajara like you wanted to go to Romo with Witten and Jessica Simpson, <laughs> and I will beat you about the head with my other shoes. No, I will all not right. put them I don't mean to eBay. threaten, but I mean, okay. No, that's all right. So, to Chris, right? Yes, to Chris. To Chris. And how do you say congratulations in Spanish? Felicidades. Oh, God. Okay, F-E. F-E. Um, L-I. L F E L I, right? C I. Uh huh. D A D E S. D A D E S. Felicidades. We are truly. And then, wait a minute, rich. wait a minute. Do I put the exclamation point upside down, right? Isn't that. Yes. Yes. Oh, right. oh! Before and after. Look too. at me. Yeah, before and after. Before and. So it's upside down before and after, right? Yes. Well, after it's regular. Before it's oh, so before up. it's upside down. Yes, and then and after it's, it's just regular. So those Look are those are the limited edition RE flyers, guaranteed to make you run slower, limited. jump lower. <laughs> hey, these are magic freaking shoes. <laughs> Back off, okay. No PF flyers there. There you go. And I'll put the date. It's the the uh, the twelfth. <laughs> the twelfth. Yes. There we go. Twelfth. Six twelve twelve. Good date as any. There you go. Here I present to you. Thank you. An autographed shoe Fantastic. for winning the Step and Richer Shoes contest. All right. And this uh, was a lot of fun to meet you. Hope you enjoyed this. Oh, I did. Just please promise that if you do take my job one day, wait till I'm done with it. Is that okay? <laughs> yes. Don't come and get it. Well, I don't want to hear the footsteps. Um, someone has to work, and we all have to pay for bills. So, I mean, I hope no, I don't it's mean, just not, in time. I don't want to take I'm – not, I'm not attempting to take food out of your mouth. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Chris, what are you saying? I'm saying – I'll come in and try to if it's on the same time as you leaving. Oh, you'll try. We'll try and make the trains run. Yeah, basically. exactly. Okay. Passing of the torch, Rich. I, I, yeah, I would, passing I, of the torch. I, I would, would like. Be the I would love to say that. Okay, Chris, you're the man. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for having me. You bet. Ask at Chris G Barba B A R B A. Yes. For those who want to follow you, um, you tweet in uh, uh, English and Spanish. Yes. Um, you pigeonhole all of us English speaking people as not caring about soccer. <laughs> no, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Rag on, rag, soccer on, and... rag on USA soccer all you want. It's well, fine. If, if USA good. team's playing, then I'll, I'll probably tweet in English. Oh, okay. Because I'll, I guess I'll, they'll find that more interesting. Okay. I, I mean, I don't, good. I don't know American people would like to hear about Mexico soccer. But that so. would be like you tweeting about the NFL in English only. And you are a personification of the popularity of the National Football yes, League like, in in the in the Spanish speaking nation of Mexico, right? Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I also tweet in Spanish, but okay. A lot of my um, see my tweets go into my Facebook, and a lot of my Facebook people um, don't like don't want to hear about football because they're like, oh, we don't care about football. <laughs> Some of them. What is the matter Some with those people? I don't know. I, they just haven't been exposed. They have not. And now yeah. you bring it back. Yeah, bring it back. Bring it back, Chris Barber. You be a factor. You be a factor. Good to see you. Well, thank you. It's an honor to, to meet you, and thank you for bringing so many new listeners to this podcast. It means a lot to us, and it really was great to have you here. Uh, we're going to follow him now on the Out the Eisen podcast, yes. right? And we'll rip the knob off. We will never not follow him ever, ever again. Never not follow him again. Okay. All right. There we go. It's official. You are you're now officially followed and liked or whatever. Um, and um, 
and be well. Take care of yourself, will you? Thank you. You bet. That's Chris Barba right here on the Rich Eisen Podcast. Gracias por descargar esta nueva edición del Rich Eisen Podcast. Asegúrate de suscribirte a nuestro show en iTunes. What he said. That was fun. Adios, good. Chris, Chris Barba. We yeah. send him back south of the border. Or, well, he's all over the place. He's like Northern California, Southern California, Mexico. Mexico. Travels a lot. Now, yeah. now um, I, I'm going to think I'm going to take a hit on Mariucci sniffing out. He really did. Caliendo. Yeah, so I wasn't here that day, and I, I listened I'm going to take it because, you know, you, Brockman, said that Mariucci, when he was on the phone line, asked if right. Madden was in studio. He goes, is Madden in studio? And yeah, that's and I, why I paused, and I went I to you, you said, I said. Because you came in, and you're like, he wants to know, he, yeah. is Madden in studio? And I said, yeah, just tell him he is. Right. And I forgot that Madden, for some, you know, I'm, I'm a little, it's, it's the non-playing season, and Madden hasn't been around, you know, on a, on a broadcast for three years now. I forgot, you know, he travels by bus. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't fly. So it, to say he's in Los Angeles is already, I think, a red flag to Mariucci. This is why Mooch would be a good Soprano character, because he knows how to evade. He knows the questions to ask. He, <laughs> so <laughs> he, uh, he already smelled a rat, I think, based on that. I think he was I a little should have said. I should have said. He was on. I should have said for you to tell him. That Matt, he's not here in studio. He's in his studio because you know Madden has this home studio that that's like that would be the envy of most television stations, right? It, it, and because I thought it's going to sound like he's next to me, I can't say he's on the phone, right? I should have just said he's in his home studio on remote, yeah. on remote and he's going to sound like he's in studio, but he's not really in studio, and that would have created the elaborate lie that throws people off, right? I said this, you know, uh, as you heard more most times before. And I said this. <sighs> I should have just said. See what I happens. Used that. I, I go to Vegas. I'm and gonna the, take the hit. A mess happens. Come on, guys. <laughs> take a, the hit. That been I should have used the elaborate lie. He did, and he you. sniffed out that it was Caliendo immediately. Thirty, you know. He said something. He goes, "Wait a second. How and, hilarious was he, though, Fra- Caliendo? That, yeah, I mean, great. I couldn't keep up with that conversation. It's great." <laughs> Um, do you want to give your international shout-out? We can do international shout-out. We talked about it last week, I mean, we're, this is just, we're, but we're going to make it official. Go for it. Uh, the international shout-out of the week this week is for Belgium. Oh! Uh, at the Real Tour DB, gave, donating blood while listening to the podcast. Wow. Giving blood. Giving blood. Giving Plate, blood. A, a, a podcast and platelet scenario. Absolutely. Here's right. the picture right there. No, we, I don't want to see. We, we, I don't want to post it up on the blog. Page. No, we don't want to see that. No. I don't want to see somebody with an intravenous situation. You don't want to see that with blood coming out. Mad respect, buddy. Now you're going to have people sticking needles in all sorts of places right yeah. now. Just to we get don't the international en- shout out. The envy of, of of all our listeners. We don't encourage that, but we don't encourage that. Um, next week, Writers' Week. We're going to do this twice. We're going to do this now, uh, next week, and then in July when I'm gone for a week. I'm gone. Next Indeed. week, it's the penultimate taping of The Great Escape, which is coming to TNT on the 24th of June. Should uh, I promote my other project? Penultimate. Technically, yes, the second to last for those scoring at home without the uh, without the dictionary. Thanks for clarifying because yes. I have no idea what that means. Oh, you I, did not know what penultimate meant? I, right, I used Penn penultimate State. last week yeah, when did. I got, I when I got job, grief from Edmund. Yeah, there you go. Very Gosh. Um, and at any rate, so uh, it's the second to last tape. I'm going to be out in the early parts of the week when we normally tape the podcast. So we've put stuff in the can, as they say. And, and where is? Can you d- divulge where that's no, shooting? No, it's it's a, it's a, it's a, the secret Dick Cheney. Yes, the undisclosed secret, le- secret location. 
Excellent. The only locations that we are that have been disclosed right now as the first three episodes are Alcatraz, the USS Hornet, which is an aircraft carrier um, that used to pluck the astronaut capsules out of the sea when they came back down to Earth. Interesting. And um, and uh, the third location is an insane asylum. In Northern California, the only place, by the way, where I've ever done any stand-ups and have a white owl screech overhead. <laughs> it's, it's these. I'm telling Jeez. you, these locations are nuts. Uh, so, who are the three writers, sports, uh, you know, um, I guess, sports expert type writers? So we have famed movie director Ron Shelton. You may know him from White Man Can't Jump, Tin Cup, and Bull Durham. Yes, indeed, Ron Shelton. How many people say Bull Durham's their favorite movie of all time? Uh, many. I will raise my hand. I'm telling you. Uh, I'm, uh, anyway, we'll talk about that next week. Ron Shelton. Yep. Um, for the television version, Jeff Schaefer will return. We did not uh, put his conversation, the league uh, co-creator, exec producer, right. and um, the maven of um, Curb, as well Seinfeld. as Seinfeld and the dictator. Didn't put him on TV. That'll be next week. So there can be two podcasts next week with writers, one with Ron Shelton and one with Jack Burdett, Jack Burdett who yep. is the chief writer, uh, along with Tina Fey on 30 Rock. He's a big Browns fan. We'd lots to talk about with him next week. Those are two. Do you guys, are you guys going to put out one without me here? It's very possible. Maybe Brockman and I come back and we uh, guest host again. For the well, third. Step go. in Richie's shoes for a week. And, uh, yeah, there you go. That was a big week. It was a big week for us. Yeah, when you uh, when you when you got uh, Jenny Vrentas of the uh, right. Newark Star Ledger, as yes. opposed to Manish Mehta of the New York Daily News, who only wrote a three thousand word feature on me. Yeah, you went and got who his by, competition just because she's a Penn Stater. Who, by, job, who by the way, that story we were not quoted in. By the way, is that, so is it, it's, uh, only the two people who work most closely you guys with you don't have a spiteful bone. Here, <laughs> not, not one at all. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening to this show. Um, one thirty Eastern time, the catbird seat position, as always, on any uh, uh, television uh, programming Indeed. schedule. Who wouldn't want to be on at one thirty in the afternoon? And then the re-airs at like midnight or no, midnight Friday. That's good stuff. Midnight's a good one, but seven a.m. on Saturday. Hey, who or... wouldn't want to be on then? Cartoons or Rich Eisen podcast? Be on, then? Come on, who wouldn't want to be on then? <laughs> um, so that's it for this show. Thanks very much. Thank you, Rich. Peace out. Stay listening.